Welcome back, everyone, uh, to this introductory course on meditation practice. And uh, last time we spoke about uh, some of the foundations of meditation practice, uh, important things like where to sit, where to meditate, uh, when to meditate, uh, postures, uh, and these kind of things. Uh, and also we talked about the idea of relaxation at the very beginning of the meditation. Uh, today I'm going to focus on the idea of present awareness, uh, awareness of the here and now, uh, and how to give rise to this, because this is one of the foundations of all meditation, is the ability to be mindful, to be present, and to actually know what is happening. But first of all, I would like to encourage you when you do your meditation practice to follow a kind of a routine. Once you get into a routine, it makes it easy to sustain the practice. And meditation is one of these things that really has a lot of bears lots of fruit if you do sustain it over a long period of time, months, maybe years, maybe even an entire lifetime if you keep on doing this. That would be great if that could actually be the case that you sustain this for so long. So the routine then means that you have a certain place, it means you have a certain time that you sit down, a certain period that you meditate for, and you try to keep that up, whether it's on the daily basis or whether it's, uh, you know, uh, every other day or twice a week or whatever, it doesn't matter so much uh, that you start to establish a routine. Uh, and then as time goes by, you can expand that routine if you are enjoying the meditation practice. Uh, uh, the routine is not just in the external things, but the routine should also be in the way you approach the meditation. So every time you sit down, you go through the body, you make sure you are uh, don't have any pains, that the body is nice and comfortable, uh, and then go through the relaxation process we were talking about last time. Uh, and when you do that, you kind of make sure that everything is right uh, before you actually get into the meditation proper, the mindfulness of breathing or whatever it might be. Uh, and then you know that you are going to be on the right track. Yeah. Um, one of the things uh, I want to talk about today before I get into the idea of the present, how to have awareness in the present, uh, and talk a little bit about what happens if you don't enjoy the meditation. Uh, what if the meditation is bad for you? Uh, what if you really feel terrible during meditation? Uh, and uh, occasionally this happens to people. Uh, so you first of all don't feel bad about feeling bad. Uh, know that it is a natural response that some people have to meditation practice. Uh, and what I would recommend you to do is try the meditation for, as I said before, a short time, maybe 10 minutes. Uh, if you don't enjoy it, uh, try it again. Uh, and if you still don't enjoy it, perhaps try it a third time. Uh, and if you find that actually it doesn't seem to be working for you, uh, that you have some negative experience, uh, whatever that might be, whether it's physically or mentally or whatever, uh, then put it aside. Uh, Put it aside, live well, do the right things, uh, and maybe try again in six months down the track or three months down the track or whatever, uh, and see if then it has some, something has changed, something may have improved. Uh, one of the kind of basic foundations for all meditation practice uh, is the idea of living well. Uh, the better you live, uh, the greater is the chance that you will have success in meditation. And by living well, I just mean living a life of morality, of kindness, of care, of these kind of things. 
And as you do that, the meditation will eventually come together down the track. Yeah. So uh, this is uh, the first uh, thing to keep in mind. The other thing that can sometimes happen to people is that the mind gets a little bit in imbalanced. Uh, very occasionally in meditation, people might may even have some mental instability, like even psychosis can happen in meditation. So to avoid that, the first thing that we do is to make sure that we do the short meditations to begin with. Uh, if all you do is 10 minutes, the chances of mental instability are virtually negligible. Uh, but if you do find that uh, kind of the mind is a bit unstable, uh, that it is heading in the wrong direction, uh, that you're feeling more confused, uh, that you're feeling maybe deluded, uh, maybe some desires are increasing rather than going down, uh, that you're feeling less content uh, than you <laughs> did before, uh, you, know, you can feel that the mind is not heading in a good direction. Uh, then uh, if that is what happens over a period of time, say five or ten minutes, uh, then stop the meditation. Uh, uh, this will only be a problem when you meditate for longer periods, say half an hour or an hour, but if things are heading in the wrong way, you know, for the first 10 minutes or so, stop because you know something isn't right. Come out of the meditation, do something else and try again later on. Meditation should be pleasant. Meditation should be something that adds quality to our lives. And if it does the opposite, well, then we have a serious problem. So we want to try to avoid that. So uh, this is how to deal with bad experiences in meditation. Please keep that in mind. It is a very minority problem. Only a small group part of the population have these kind of issues. Uh, but it's important to be aware that these things actually may happen. Uh, another important issue is to know how to deal with pain in meditation. Uh, yeah, Because often if you sit, especially when you start sitting for longer periods of time, say half an hour, especially an hour or so, uh, it is very likely that you will experience some sort of pain in your meditation. So what do we do with pain? Do we watch it? Do we allow it to just stay there? And uh, I say, no, don't just keep watching the pain. Because if you keep on watching the pain, what happens is that the mind tends to become obsessed with the body. And because the mind becomes obsessed with the body, it means that you lose your mindfulness Basically, it means your ability to see things clearly, your ability to cultivate the mind actually diminishes because your interest goes to the body instead. Whenever there is pain in the body, there is an interest in that pain because the mind wants to get rid of the pain in the body. And so you have a problem as a consequence. So if you do feel pain, of course, there's often going to be maybe a little bit of pain in meditation. A little bit of pain is okay, especially if it is only temporary. It lasts maybe a short period of time. But you know the pain is too much if the mind becomes obsessed with the pain. And that obsession is something you can feel if the mind goes to the pain and is unable to let go of it. Then what you should do, change your posture. Yeah, move your legs a little bit, uh, uh, sit in a slightly different way, uh, straighten your back, uh, whatever it is that is required uh, to uh, get rid of the pain uh, at that time, stretch your legs out, uh, put your legs in a slightly different situation, and you will find that the, the, when the pain goes uh, and the mind comes back to the present again, uh, 
and is able to function better in meditation practice. So, and this is something I mentioned last time already, uh, which is one of the fundamental aspects of Buddhist meditation practice. Uh, this is the idea of the middle way here. The idea of the middle way is where you avoid pain in the body uh, because pain and tension and uh, uh, not being relaxed really are an irritant to the mind. Uh, and because they are an irritant to the mind, uh, it uh, makes it very hard to focus on mental cultivation. Uh, at the same time, the other side of the uh, middle way, the other side of the problem is where the mind, the body indulges. Uh, yeah, so where you lie down on a very soft bed uh, and you're just indulging and wow, this is so nice. Wow. And before you know it, uh, you're fast asleep because you're just enjoying it way too much <laughs> compared to the meditation practice. Uh, so uh, find that beautiful middle way uh, where the body becomes irrelevant, uh, where the body fades away because it neither gives pain nor does it give pleasure. And that is where mental cultivation becomes possible. Uh, so uh, that is about the body, move it if necessary, uh, find that middle way. Uh, so then uh, we are now starting to be able to focus more on the mind itself. Getting the body out of the way means that the mind comes into the focus. Uh, now, one of the uh, very important things about meditation is to keep it incredibly simple. Uh, don't complicate things. Uh, and one of the ways of keeping it simple is not to try to do the meditation, uh, but allow the meditation to happen. Uh, one of those astonishing things that you find in the word of the Buddha, the Buddha says that instead of doing the meditation, we take the will, we take the activity of the mind out of the equation. And meditation is supposed to happen according to natural principles. In other words, natural principles means that there is a natural development where the mind just follows a natural course without you having to do very much at all. And that's very nice, to say the least. It is very delightful because all this activity of the mind, all this doing that we tend, tend to do in our daily life, actually just tires us out. Where the mind is peaceful and quiet, where the mind is enjoying the present, it actually energizes the mind. And this is one of the purposes of meditation. So when you sit, just allow things to be here. Yeah, don't push things. Don't try to be mindful. Just allow the mind to be and allow the mindfulness to arise by itself. So how can we do this? So to give you an idea of how this is done, I will give you a couple of simple similes yeah, to, to understand what it means not to do anything because we are compulsive doers. We try everything in life really is about getting somewhere and doing things. And because meditation goes against that normal stream of doing it, it can be quite hard to figure out what to actually do in meditation practice. So one of these similes is the simile of coming back from work after a long day. Yeah, maybe you are probably quite tired because you've been working very hard for the whole day or whatever it is that you have been doing. And you come back and when you are tired, mentally drained after a long day, what do you do? And what you may do, you may sit down in your favorite armchair or something like that. 
or you may even just lie down on a bed for a few moments just to kind of catch yourself a little bit. And uh, when you do that, when you're tired, sitting back in your favorite armchairs, uh, what do you do at that point? And of course, the answer is that at that point, uh, we don't do anything. That's kind of the whole point. At when you feel really tired and exhausted, uh, what you do is you tend to allow the mind just to flow. You don't direct the mind anymore. You don't force it this way or that way. You don't tell it to, you know, just be peaceful or whatever. You just allow the mind to flow. That is the relaxation that you do when you sit down, when you're tired after a long day's work. And this is precisely the sort of thing that we're trying to achieve in meditation practice. The idea of just sitting back, yeah, not doing anything, allowing the world to flow, allowing the mind to flow without interfering, as if you are resting in an armchair after a long day's work. This is the meaning of not doing, the meaning of not interfering in the meditation practice. So you may wonder how can this work? How can we possibly meditate in this way? Because if we meditate in this way, surely the mind is going to be all over the place. It's going to be really problematic. And that is an important point. So what we need to do, we need to also enjoy the meditation practice. This is the second principle here. And in the beginning, all you have to do is try to enjoy the fact of sitting down peacefully, not having anything to do, enjoying the peace, enjoying the fact that there's nothing that you, and nothing is required of you at this particular time. Yeah, and that will sometimes be enough to just make the mind stay in the present without moving into all kinds of fantasies and the future and the past and all of these kind of things. So. Again, I'm going to use a simile for you to give you some idea how this actually works. And this is a simile uh, uh, which uh, uh, gives out another aspect of the idea of mindfulness. And this is the simile of watching a sunset or watching anything beautiful in life. But a sunset is quite nice to use in this particular context. So when you watch a sunset, or maybe you see some other natural, beautiful, natural scenery somewhere, what do you do when you watch the sunset? Well, actually, you don't do anything at all. Yeah, you just sit back, you recline in your chair, or you just stand somewhere, and you just observe. And what is interesting about when there is a sunset, or there's something which is naturally beautiful, you don't have to force your attention onto that object. You don't have to tell your mind, watch the sunset, yeah, don't let go, yeah, hold on to the sunset. And the reason you don't have to do that is because the sunset is naturally attractive. Your mind is drawn towards the sunset. If it's a beautiful scenery somewhere, you can imagine, you can make up your own simile here. Your mind is drawn to the beautiful natural scenery. You don't have to force the mind to actually stay with it. So this is meditation. You don't need to do anything. But because you're observing something beautiful, the peace, the enjoyment of not having to do anything, and I'll come back to other ways of improving the enjoyment later on. Uh, because you are enjoying what is going on, uh, there is a natural attraction towards this particular thing uh, that you are seeing. Uh, you don't have to force the mind onto the object. Uh, you just enjoy what is there. Uh, sit back, uh, allowing things to go. Uh, and uh, 
what you will find when you do this is that you will find that things you are just sitting back observing and what you are observing is the flow of things yeah, the flow of things and the flow of things means sometimes two different things one is the observing you will sit there with your eyes closed and of course you will hear things sometimes you will feel things in the body you won't be seeing very much because your eyes are closed and so hearing and feelings in the body will be very prominent so you just observe what is happening in the world yeah you go with a kind of flow of things there is no kind of uh, uh, there's no uh, objection to what happens through the senses. There's no obstacle, no obstruction inside of you that says this is wrong. I shouldn't be listening to this or whatever. You go with whatever is happening in the world around you, the feelings of the body. And one of the main feelings that you will feel at this point, one of the main things you should kind of come back to is the peace of the whole experience. Part of the experience will also be feelings and noise, or sounds at the very least, but an important part of it will also be the peace of just sitting quietly. So the mind will alterate a little bit between these things, yeah, and you just go with the flow. You don't try to control it, you don't try to make it be one way or another, you accept things for what they are. Another thing that you will see at this point is your inner thoughts, yeah, the thinking mind, the mind which does things, this is also part of the flow of life. So the mind will think all kinds of things and the thought will come. And your job is just to observe the thinking mind. One of the last things that we should do at this particular point is to judge what is happening. And sometimes you may think, oh, no, I shouldn't be thinking this. Try not to judge in that way. Just allow things to flow by. Yeah. You know, we know already yeah, that our minds is full of all kinds of things that maybe we would rather not be there. Sometimes we get upset, sometimes we get angry, sometimes we have all kinds of desires. But this is human experience. This is what it is like to be human. You are okay the way you are. Don't judge yourself. Go with the flow. Learn about yourself. See what actually is happening in your mind. And when we don't judge, we can learn so much more about ourselves because we see things as they naturally are rather than trying to control things. So go with the flow. Learn about your mind, how it works, how it sees things outside and inside. And then as you go with the flow, you learn to observe. And this is really what mindfulness fundamentally is about. Being in the present means observing what is happening and this is what we're trying to learn here. This is what present moment awareness is about. Present awareness, seeing things, standing back, allowing the mind and the world to flow as we do that. And no judgment, no right, no wrong, no trying to control things. And then as you do that, you're going to be on the right track. Gradually, gradually, because you are observing, because you are with the present, rather than against the present trying to control it, uh, what is going to happen? Your mind will gradually start to calm down. Just uh, very towards the very end here, just coming back to the idea of enjoying what you are doing. It is so important for meditation to work. Uh, my teacher, Ajahn Brahmi, has this beautiful catchphrase, uh, 
of making the present moment that pleasant moment, uh, enjoying, in other words, what you're doing. Yeah. So whenever you do meditate, look for the enjoyment. Uh, look for the enjoyment of being peaceful and calm, not having anything to do, nothing that keeps you rushing around in your life. Uh, uh, just the um, feeling of sitting still, of uh, you know, just being here and now, uh, and just the enjoyment of the peace around you. Uh, yeah, the peaceful peacefulness of sitting down, not doing anything. Yeah, this is kind of the critical thing. Yeah, and anything which you find pleasurable in your meditation experience, uh, make a note of that. Uh, Make a note of that because that then becomes grist for the mill. That becomes the sort of thing that also in the future you will be able to notice. And then you will be able to enjoy this whole state of meditation practice. I'm going to come back to the idea of enjoying the meditation much more later on. Because such an important part of this. But for now, just keep on enjoying the feeling of standing back. Of not being involved. Of being peaceful there. One of the things that you will notice, I think, is that not being involved is itself actually a very delightful state of existence. You just exist rather than do. You become, as Ajahn Brahm says, a human being rather than a human doing. We are often too much human doings in this world. Now we're going a different direction, enjoying being a human being. So that is a introduction for you about the idea of uh, present moment awareness or maybe present awareness is even a better use of the word uh, and uh, now I'm going to do a little bit of meditation again it's going to be short maybe a little bit longer than last time maybe 15 minutes or so but I want to keep it short so that it becomes uh, easy and uh, uh, it becomes like a gradual introduction gradual involvement with a meditation practice uh, so, as always, uh, sit down comfortably uh, on the seat, uh, wherever that might be. Uh, you may wish to stop the video just briefly to place yourself on a good seat and then come back again once you find that seat. Take off your glasses if you've got glasses, uh, good idea. <laughs> and then uh, once the body is, uh, doesn't have any pain anymore, uh, yeah, the body is uh, kind of good uh, and you're sitting on a nice cushion which gives you a good support and close your eyes and when you close your eyes you find that your ability to be aware of the body is dramatically increased we cut out so much of the disturbance of life just by closing our eyes. So now feel your body again. Make sure that it is nice and comfortable, that you have no pains. You're sitting in a posture that will uh, is sustainable for maybe about 15 minutes or so. And uh, when the body is uh, reasonably comfortable, uh, the next thing to do is to check if you have any tensions or any 
tightnesses in the body. In other words, we want to relax. And by focusing on the body when you relax, you also relax the mind. Because the mind is where the tension ultimately comes from. So by reverse engineering, so to speak, by focusing on the body, relaxing the body, the mind also tends to fall into place. So as I said last time, take a few deep breaths, as many as you need. And then gradually, through patience, allow things to relax deeply. Usually, if there is tension in the body, it is a sign that you're using too much willpower, too much force in the mind. So if you're able to just follow the instructions I gave before, allowing the world just to flow, going into the flow of things that tends to allow the body and the mind to relax. So just sit back. Continue taking a few deep breaths and really relax into the meditation practice. And uh, if you do find it helpful, uh, remember the similes of resting in an armchair uh, and the simile of watching the sunset. Uh, these give you an idea what it means to really relax. Uh, don't uh, lose your mindfulness, uh, but relax in the same way you do in these kind of with these kind of similes. Uh.
And uh, as you relax in this way, uh, and you just allow things to be, uh, you will notice how things just flow on. Uh, uh, sometimes there may be a sound, uh, sometimes there may be a feeling in the body. Uh, at other times, you just enjoy the peace that is always there for the taking, uh, if you look for it. Uh, and as you do this, uh, make sure that you allow the world to flow. Uh, your job is to not react, uh, is not to judge, uh, but allow things to be. Uh, the world is just doing its thing, uh, just like the wind in the trees. Uh, there's no need to react to any of it. Uh, and if you don't react, uh, if there's no uh, thing inside of you which uh, um, obstructs these things, uh, then the flow will be natural and mindfulness becomes established as a consequence. Uh, And uh, as you go with the flow in this way, uh, also make sure that you notice how delightful it is uh, not to do anything, uh, but allowing things to be. Uh, it is as if you're not expending any energy anymore, uh, but allowing the energy to come back into the mind. Uh, what a beautiful thing uh, and what a delightful thing that actually is. Uh, And uh, as you just go with the flow in this way, uh, just being aware, uh, you will also notice the content of your own mind. Uh, you will see how thoughts tend to come and go. Uh, and various emotions tend to come and go as well. Uh, and again, uh, your job, whatever it is that arises in your mind, uh, that you think about, that passes through your mind, uh, Make sure you don't judge those things. Uh, it is just an aspect of being human. Uh, even if there are thoughts you may not like, uh, 
you may not be proud of her, just allow them to be her. Our job now is to observe and not to judge her. And it is from our observations uh, that we start to learn about these things. Uh. And uh, just allow your inner life and the outer world just to pass by her. There's no resistance in your mind. There is no judgment. Uh, things just pass through you. Uh, and when they pass through you in this way, they fade away very quickly. Uh, they don't leave an echo in the mind. Uh, mindfulness is established. Uh, we just continue observing her. Uh, We are now coming close to the end of this brief meditation. Before we come to the end, once again, ask yourself, how do you feel now? And if you do feel better in any which way, a bit more peaceful, a bit more calm, a bit more joyful, a bit more balanced, whatever it is, a bit more mindful, Ask yourself why that is the case. Uh. 
Okay, so please come out of your meditation now. So uh, there you are, just a short taste again of meditation practice. Uh, uh, try not to make it too long, to make it uh, easy for everyone, even for beginners. Uh, so uh, please uh, try once again to practice this at home. Uh, see if you're able to do this. Uh, you can use these videos as a guide, especially initially. Uh, and after, over time, you'll be able to follow these instructions roughly by yourself and then learning on your own. Uh, and that is when the meditation really becomes yours. Uh, when you understand from your own experience what works for you. So good luck uh, to every one of you. Uh, I hope you enjoy this uh, and uh, there's going to be more instructions coming again in the future. So thank you very much for now. Thank you. Bye-bye.